I just know what Holy Spirit put in my heart, and I know that, uh, you know, there was a time, there was a time, mm, don't know how long ago, but there was a season in my life where emotion really wasn't a part of who I was. It wasn't part of my makeup. I wasn't a crier. I wasn't a, I was a happy person, but I was, I was, I was not an emotional person in that sense. But um, I think coming to know the Father and then recognizing and realizing and seeing what He's done in my life has created an emotion in me that is just fully and in every way gratitude and thanks. I think to be able to sing the songs that we sang this morning and just to be able to release and and just to take it all in um, and just hear the words and see how those words ring true in my own spirit. You know, there's, there's just times like today where it just draws something, just something just upwells uh, from deep within me and I can't do anything but be thankful and to really recognize the moments that he really uh, became, when he became my story. And when the story was no longer about Steve, but the story became about my God, it became about, um, it became about a deliverer. It, it became about one who I didn't see on the cross, but I saw in my life. I don't see him with his arms stretched out, I see him with his arms wrapped around. And I think to sing, like we did today, and to use the words that we used, really helps me realign again. Just a miracle he's done in me. Do you identify with miracle he's done in you? Has he done one yet? Has he changed you yet? Has he healed you yet? Has he forgiven you yet? think, I believe, and when we come to the place where we recognize how important we are to his purpose. And how much his purpose is wrapped around the person to my left and the person to my right. And how important we are in his purpose to impacting this one and impacting this one. It's overwhelming. I can't do a thing, you can be seated, I can't do a thing about being salvation 
to him or being salvation to her, but I can do everything about how I receive the salvation he brings to me. And I just, I was reflecting this morning. I shared a story earlier. I won't share it now. But I shared a story of something I reflected on uh, just the other day with someone that happened long, uh, a long time ago. I was 19 years old. Had long forgotten about what it was. But it was born out of something that... um, I had a conversation with someone about a week and a half ago, I think it was, and I was talking to them on the phone, and they were in that conversation, they were just sharing with me how weighted down and loaded down they are with shame and guilt, and the challenge and the difficulty and the struggle that they have in being everything that God called them to be because they carry so much shame in their life. Because of choices that they've made and because of things that they've done and because of relationships that they've been, that have been destroyed because of something that they've done. And in that conversation, you know, I was just reminding them of the goodness of God. And that ultimately what he wants to do is there's none of us sitting in these chairs this morning without reason to be ashamed of something that we've done in our life. And after considering what they said, I knew that I needed to minister today, Holy Spirit put it in me, to minister about being unashamed. So in that, I was speaking with somebody else uh, this Friday. And I thought about something that happened when I was a 19-year-old young man. Almost what would that be, 40 years ago, 38 years ago. And I felt again, something that I had forgotten about, I felt for a moment, I felt again all of the shame, all of the ugly that was in the things that I said to this particular person on that particular day, and that person didn't deserve any of it. And I repented. I've been a believer in the goodness of God. I've been a believer and a receiver of Christ for a long time, since 1985. So in all of that time, he's forgiven me of everything, but I think I had not forgiven myself. And I was reminded of something, and I repented of it. Yahweh didn't wear it, and I had not been wearing it. But it came to my attention because repentance needed to happen so that that shame could not hinder me any further. I'm talking to you today. You that are sitting here in this room with me and you that are watching online today, I don't care where you're at, but if you're under the sound of my voice today, it's important that you know that whatever you carried in this room, you don't have to carry out. And whatever you woke up with this morning, you don't have to go to bed with tonight. If it's hindering you from being everything that the Father wants you to be, and only you will know what those things are. And no one else needs to know. When you repent, don't tell everybody your story. 
Just tell it to the Father. So I want to talk about it for a few minutes this morning, just a few. But I want healing to come. I want the impact of today to be that people were healed and delivered. Forgiven. Not that I was a man with many words. But today I'd rather be a man with few words. So that the power of God can do the greatest work in this place today. I want to read to you the definition of shame. Shame by the definition here is an unpleasant self-conscious emotion that is typically associated with a negative evaluation of self, a withdrawal of motivation. It's feelings of distress, exposure, mistrust, powerlessness, and worthlessness. We can be ashamed because of things that we induce or we impose upon ourselves or we can be ashamed because of things that people have imposed upon us. I think everybody here will say that at some point in our life we've done things that we've been ashamed of. We've done something that has brought shame upon us. And I think that there are probably most of us that are under the sound of my voice today that would say that at some point in our lives that somebody, someone or some more than someone has said things to us or imposed things upon us that made us feel shame. It doesn't matter whether it's self-imposed or it's outwardly imposed upon us. It's irrelevant. What's important today is that if you carry shame today, whether given or received, if you carry shame today, that is not God's plan for you. Now, you might be thinking, and you might be in your own mind thinking, I understand that, and I get that, but I still can't shake the shame. I understand that it isn't for me, but I still can't get past the fact that this occurred, or that occurred, or this was said, or that was done, and I can't, I don't know how to unhitch my horse from that wagon. I keep dragging that thing around with me no matter where I go. Today... Today, today, our God, our living God, our faithful, loving, omnipotent, omniscient God is present just like He always is. He is always present. You cannot escape where He is. He's present in your confidence, and He's present in your shame. He's present when you're proud, and He's present when you're embarrassed. You cannot escape the presence of God. I'm telling you, the presence of God. God is present today to set you free. He is present today to heal you. He is present today to mend what's broken, to repair the breach. To make you see again the you that he sees you as. He's present today to do that. 
And he's not just present in the walls of this building because this is where we're breathing this air. He's present in your living room and he's present in your car. He's present in your hotel room. He's present in the field. He's present wherever you are. That's where he's present at today, wherever you are. And if you can receive the words that I'm speaking to you today, I'm telling you that he's going to ride the wind of those words. And he's going to minister to the deepest part of who you are today. And he's going to change the very direction that you've been going in. Some of you have been going on a crooked path because of the, you're unashamed to walk the straight one. But I'm telling you today, he's here to deliver and set free and let you know you are worthy today. To go places where you would not go because you held yourself back. He did not. He did not. You've held yourself back because you're embarrassed, but he's not embarrassed of you. You've held yourself back because you're ashamed of your actions, but he's not ashamed of your actions. You've held yourself back because people have said, but God has not said. You've held yourself back because people have endued or empowered you or imposed upon you what they thought about you, but he did not impose those things upon you. Today, I want you to see what his imposition is. Today, I want you to see what his endowment is. Today, I want you to see what his authority can do. Today, I want you to see what his anointing can do in you. Today, I want you to receive what he has brought to you and me today. If you can get it this morning, get past what you don't think can possibly be. Get past what your eyes have never seen and believe you can see it. Get past the voice that you say you've never heard and believe that you can hear it. Thank you, Father. There's a few verses in Exodus I want to read to you this morning that read like this. Exodus chapter 13 says, Then Moses said to God, If I come to the people of Israel and I say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? (laughs) Listen to me. You need to hear what, what is about to be said. And you need to get it for you. You need to get it for you. You need to get it for you. If you're watching online, you need to get this for you, what he said. Moses said to God, if I come to the people of Israel and I say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you and they ask me, then what is his name? It's a tragedy when we can say to someone, God has sent me. And they said, by the way, what's his name? What is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, you say this, you tell them that I am who I am. And he said, say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say this to the people, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. And thus I am to be remembered throughout all generations. He said, you tell them this, that I am who I am. I am that I am. I am that I am. You need to say this with me right now. I want every person in this room to say, I am. Stand with me and say this with authority this morning about yourself. Put your hands on yourself. Say, I am am. that I am. am. If you don't like the am, the I am that you are, let's get the I am healed so that you can be the I am that you're supposed to be. 
Let's get you healed today so that you can be the I am, so that you can say I am that I am and hold your head up high, so that you can say I am that I am and put your shoulders back. You need to hear what I'm telling you today. I want you to get to the place before you walk out of this building today that you can say I am that I am, and the I am that I am is the I am he made me to be. That's the I am that I am. The father didn't say, you can be seated. The father didn't say to Moses, he didn't say to him, Moses, go tell the people that I am the guy I think that they think I am sent, the, sent you. You go to the people and say, I am the one that you see me as sent you. He said, I want you to go and tell the people, I don't care who they think I am. I know who I am and I don't need another witness. Did you hear what I just said? He said, I don't need another witness. I don't need anyone else to testify of me. I don't need anybody else to build me up or prop me up. I don't need anybody else to try to convince me of who I am. Moses, I want you to stand up and I want you to stand up strong and I want you to walk into Israel and I want you to tell them I am that I am has sent you. The man, the God that knows who he is has sent me. Do you think for a second that that God, when he breathed his breath into us, that he did not empower you and me to stand in the same confidence, to stand with the same belief and the same strength that he stands with? I'm telling you, he has put it in you. He has put it in you. He Say it, he has put it in me. He has put it in you to say, I am that I am. Who am I? I am that I am. I am that I am. Now, listen, if in your I am, there is shame today. Let's get that changed. Because I don't want you to keep laying claim to the shameful one. He doesn't want you to keep laying claim to the unforgiven one. He doesn't want you to keep laying claim to the uncertain one. Or the one who questions everything that God does. He doesn't want you laying claim to that. He wants you to lay claim to the I am. That he made you to be. In Isaiah chapter 65. If you'll go there with me real quick please. And we're going to get your I am right. We're going to get your I am corrected today. We should, probably should have titled it this today. Correcting the I am I am. Isaiah 65 verse 8 reads like, starting with verse 8 reads like this, says, thus, thus, thus says the Lord. Now keep in mind this whole story is about Israel and the way that they approached him and the way that they saw him. I'm going to tell you something right now before I even read this. I'm ashamed of what the church has become today. I'm ashamed of what believers have become. I'm, I'm ashamed of what religion has become. I'm ashamed of it. I'm embarrassed by it. I don't even want to be associated with it. I don't like to even be called a pastor today because when I think of what a pastor is and what people see a pastor as, I don't want to be called an apostle, a prophet, evangelist. I don't want to be called any of that. Why don't I want to be called that? Because everybody has a preconceived idea of what that is and I'm ashamed of what it's become in the earth today. I'm ashamed of it because they acquiesce. They acquiesce. There's too much giving in. There's not enough certainty. There's not enough I am that I am. In the gospel that's being preached today. There's not enough of I am that's being delivered in the words that are being shared with people. There's not enough I am in the hugs that are given. There's not enough I am's in the laying on of hands that are being done wherever it's being done today. And I'm ashamed today of what religion has become. 
But we don't change that because we're ashamed of it. We change it because we be the I am he made us to be. Isaiah 65 verse 8 beginning with that says, Thus says the Lord, as the new wine is found in the cluster, and they say, Do not destroy it, for there is a blessing in it. So I will do for my servant's sake. This picks up verses 1 through 7 is basically... It's about Israel and about Yahweh's disappointment and frustration and, and aggravation with what Israel has become. They've forgotten who their God is. They don't, even, they don't recognize what he's done for them and how he's delivered them and, and how he's changed them and, and healed them. And they've forgotten all of that. And they're looking to other gods and they're, they're all, everything's out of sorts except for a remnant. There's a remnant. Of those who are still searching diligently, they're diligently, they're still, they want to know God. They want to know Him in His fullness. They're honoring Him with their lives. And they're pressing into Him. And it picks up here, it says, As the new wine is found in the cluster, and they say, Do not destroy it, for there is a blessing in it. So I will do for my servant's sake. Those who are still serving me, He said. Those who still honor me, Israel. This is what I will do. I will not destroy them all, but I will bring forth offspring from Jacob and from Judah, possessors of my mountains, my chosen shall possess it and my servants shall dwell there. Sharon shall become a pasture for flocks and the valley of Achor a place for herds to lie down for my people who have sought me. But you who forsake the Lord, who forget my holy mountain, who set a table for fortune and fill cups of mixed wine for destiny, I will destine you to the sword and all of you will bow down to the slaughter. This sounds very harsh, but I want to make a point out of this, not about the killing and the slaughtering and all of that. I'll make a point in a moment. Just stick with me. Because when I called, you did not answer. When I spoke, you did not listen. But you did what was evil in my eyes, and you chose what I did not delight in. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, behold, my servants are going to eat, but you are going to be hungry. Behold, my servants will drink, but you will be thirsty. Behold, my children are going to rejoice, but you are going to be put to shame. Shame does not belong to his children. Let me read it again. I'll come back to it in a minute. Behold, my servants will rejoice, but you will be put to shame. Behold, my servants will sing for gladness of heart, but you will cry out for pain of heart. Crying out, the pain of heart does not belong to his children. Does not belong to you and me. Does not belong to his seed. You will leave your name to my chosen for a curse. You're going to try to apply. You're going to try to reproduce your shame. And your pain of heart. And your sorrows. You're going to try to produce it on the next generation. And on the next generation because... Misery loves company. But my children are not destined for misery. They're not destined for shame. You shall leave your name to my chosen for a curse, and the Lord, He will take care of you. But His children, He will do what? His children, He will call by another name. You will not be called shame. You will be called shameless. You will not be called sin. 
You will be called son. You will not be called forgotten. You will be called remembered. You will not be called bound. You will be called free. You will not be called weeper. You will be called rejoicer. You will not be called mute. You will be called singer. You will not be called lame. You will be my dancers. Mm. So that he who blesses himself in the land shall bless himself by the God of truth. Put your hands on yourself. I am that I am. Who is that I am? I am who I am. I am that I am. I am shameless. I have no reason to carry this into the very next minute that I'm about to enter into. I have no reason to carry this into the next breath that I'm about to breathe. I have no reason to carry this into the next step that I am about to take. I have no reason. I am that I am and I will not carry shame with me any longer and he says and he who takes an oath in the land shall swear by the God of truth because the former things are forgotten and are hidden from our eyes the former things are forgotten and are hidden from our eyes some of you listening to me right now you are so loaded down with guilt and shame. And I'm going to come back to this in a moment. But you carry so much of it with you, you can hardly keep it together every single day. Every single day, you don't walk with your shoulders back. You find yourself, and I'm just going to give you a very real picture of what shame looks like. Shame looks like people walking like this, and they're, they're very insecure about what they want to do next, what they want to do next, where they want to go, who they want to be with. They don't go to the party because they're ashamed of themselves. They're ashamed of what they look like, sound like, talk like, because someone's loaded so much garbage on them. They're ashamed to speak up because so many people have said so many things about them. They feel absolutely worthless, like they have nothing to add to the moment. I'm telling you today... That does not belong to you. It does not belong to you. There are people today living in sin because they're ashamed to come to God because they believe that Yahweh will hold that against them. But he wants to renew the name. He wants to change your name. He wants to change your name. He wants to change your name today. His plan and purpose for you and for me is not to carry these things and, well, I did it to myself, so I'm going to get out of it by myself. No, He wants to heal your mind today. He wants to heal your heart today. He wants to deliver you today. He wants you to walk out of that place so that you can keep your shoulders up. You have not done enough. You've not done enough to keep yourself out of the forgiving heart of a loving God. You've not said enough to enough people. To keep you from walking boldly into the throne room of God. You are not far enough away that the Father is not in every way trying to reach out to you and draw you in today. In, in case it slips us, men try to be so tough. But men carry some of the deepest shame of anyone. And they hold it deeper in themselves. Where ladies are willing to 
be vulnerable. Men feel a need to be proud and be strong. And not let weakness be apparent. That in itself is shameful. That is a shame that men carry. And men, if there's anything in you, let's change the garments today. Shame does not recognize gender. Shame is simply looking for a place to dwell where it can keep you back from becoming everything the Father wants you to be. It's a thief. It's a robber. It has come to take. And Yahweh said to Moses, when they ask you, Moses, who sent you, tell them that the God who needs no witness. Tell them that the God who doesn't need anyone else to agree with him. Tell them that I am who I am. I'm not who I am because of what you say. I am who I am because I am. (laughs) You need to hear me this morning. When Jesus said to Peter, he said, Peter, who do men say that I am? Peter said some this, some that, some this one, some that one. He said, okay, that's all good, Peter. You're wasting my time. Who do you say I am? He said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And he said, it's upon that truth. See, I don't care what people say about me. Not for a second is that going to keep me from being God to you because you know who I am. And Peter, because you know who I am, they don't. Those who say I'm this and I'm that is irrelevant to me. What I want to know is, Peter, that's not even important. Who do you say that I am, Peter? Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And he said, "Mm, got my finger on you, boy. You know exactly who I am because I know exactly who I am. And on this revelation, Peter, on this truth, I'm going to build my church. I'm going to build a church out of I am's. I'm going to build my kingdom out of bricks of I am's. The foundation is an I am and the walls will be I am. The roof will be I am. Everything in it will be I am's. He said, so Moses, when they ask you who sent you, you tell them the one that doesn't carry with him the rejection that others have offered. In fact, I've cast them off. Hear me now. You need to hear me. He said, Moses, you go and tell them that I am the one who isn't carrying it anymore. He's not listening to the ones who've rejected and who have said all this and said, who's sending you? We don't even know his name anymore. I'm not listening. Moses, you go and tell them the one who knows who he is is sending you. I don't need another witness. All I need to know is who I am. And I know. I stand in my own confidence. I stand in my own confidence.
But for those who have carried shame or are carrying shame today, there's no shame in the shame you've carried. The only shame is to not let it go. Because I want you today to repent of any shame that is self-imposed and to forgive those who have in any way used their words to heap shame upon you. Repent and forgive. Let today be the day that your I am is your I am. Not because of the words of another, but because you know who you are. Stand with me if you would, please. I know that there are people in this room and I know that there are people online watching today that walked into this place shameful and you carry things that have hindered you and you carry things that have held you back. You carry things that you can't, you've tried, you've prayed, You've talked to people, you've gone to counsel, you've, you've done every. You might have even come to me and talked to me and you trust me. But yet you carry shame. I'm telling you, today's your day. There is an anointing for healing today. God is present, just like he always is. To heal you and to deliver you. I want you to come. I want you to come. I'm going to ask you to come today. If I'm talking to you, I want you to come. You're living with it. You're overcome with it. <clears throat> You're having a hard time getting past it. Doesn't mean there's lack of faith. But you've let your I am be what somebody else has said about you. You've let your I am's be what other people have heaped upon you, what generations before you have passed down is your inheritance. Mm. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. You haven't done enough. You haven't said enough. You haven't received enough of all the words and all the trash and all the foolishness. You haven't gotten far enough away. Because when Christ looks at you and he says, Chino, who do you say I am? Who do men say that I am? If you give a thousand lessons, that isn't what he was after. He wants to know, who do you say he is? You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And the moment you can say you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, you recognize that you are in that too. You're right in the middle of that, Sam. You're right in the middle of that. Father, today, point your hands this way if you would, please. Father, today, only you can do the miracle yes. that each of these are coming today and standing and asking for. Only you can deliver. Only you.
can let the I am that you are become the I am that they are. Today. Holy Spirit, let today be their day. Don't carry it anymore. No more baggage. No more of this stuff. No more what they're saying, what they're doing, what they bring upon you, what they try to add to you. No more carrying what you've done in your past and the days gone by. No more carrying that. That's done. That's gone. The I am that I am in you is the I am. It is the I am. The healer of all. The strength, the confidence, the boldness, the knowing. You're a son. 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 You're a son. You're a son. You're a son. You're a son. Father, today. 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 Father, by your word and by your spirit today. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. And every single time that those things, y'all look at me for a second. Every single time that those things come up, if they come up, and there's a very real enemy that all he wants you to do is think of those things. I want you to remember it's, it can't be any easier than this to say, I am that I am. I am not that. I am that I am, and I am not that. I'm not in that. I don't accept that. I am that I am. I am a new creation. I am new. I am new. I am reborn. My mind, my spirit, my life, my everything that I am is reborn today. And I'm not carrying this anymore. I'm not carrying this anymore. Put your hands on yourself and say this with me. Everybody in this room, say, I am that I am. Say it again. I am that I am. Now be that. Be the I am you were created to be. When you walk out of this place, you be the I am. I'm telling you, there's a lot of things out there that want to heap shame on you. I'm my own testimony. I am my own witness. I might have been that one day, but I'm not that. That day has come and that day is gone. I am my own witness today. I'm my own testimony. Those who say, but remember when. Nope, I don't. Because I am this now. I am that I am. I am a witness that God has moved in me. He has forgiven me. He has healed me. And I am today that I am. And the Christ in me is renewing my mind about everything around me. I have a brand new name. I'm not Ariel. I am who that I am. I'm not Roxana. I am who I am that I am. All of us. I'm not Christian. 
I am that I am. Your strength isn't in the name that we get because someone said this is who you are. My name has a whole lot of stuff, baggage that could be added to it. But I don't get caught up in all of that. I get caught up in, Father, who do you say that I am? Not Sam, it's I am. Somebody said that a long time ago. It's not Chino, it's I am. It's not Jeannie, it's I am. It's not Matt, it's I am. It's not Tamara, it's I am. He said, Moses, when you go, I want you to do this. He said, I want you to tell them that I am sent you. And then I, he said to Isaiah, he said, Isaiah, he said, those people, shame is meant for them. But for my children, not so. Not so. Well, what, what about all the things that they did? What about it? What about it? Are you going to try to remind me of something that I forgot about? Do you want to attempt to remind me about something that I no longer remember or hold against them? They came to me. They repented and they've forgiven those who needed to be forgiven. And shame no longer has its hooks in them. Healing today. If you're watching online today, all of this, the Holy Spirit's doing in this room. My prayer is he's doing in you. If you're watching online today and you're a witness to what he's doing here, I want you to put your hands on yourself. And I want you to say with me, I am that I am. You are your witness. You are your testimony. Let it be today. Don't question what the Father's doing. Don't carry with you what you carried in. By faith, we come to Christ. And by faith, we believe the Father has completely renewed who we are. So everything that you brought in this room that has hindered you, leave it right here. We'll clean it up later. You leave it right here. Amen? Father, I lift my voice today over the people that are in this house, the people that are watching, the people that are listening. I lift my voice. There is a depth in what you want to do today. And what you've done today that has brought healing to where people are. And what they did do, they will do in such a way today because they will be doing it from an I am seat. Not from a they are seat. But as we begin to move forward from this moment in the I am place, in the I am authority. We move into that to be your testimony, to be your witness, to be the I am that you created us to be. So every eye that's seen today, every ear that's heard today, I pray that every single one has been changed by your anointing. When we go out of here this week, and we live our lives, and we do what we do, Holy Spirit, Help us to be a testimony of the I am in us. To be a witness 
of the I am in us. And to change what's around us. Not to be weighted down by it. To your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Come on, put your hands together. Today. So, be seated for just a second. Please. So shame is not the purpose of God for you and me. But I want to tell you why, very quickly, it's important for you to understand who you are. Because for the same reasons in Isaiah 65, that God was changing the perspective of those who were all called to be his but he was changing the perspective only of those who had an ear to hear the earth today is crying out for the sons of god the earth today let me rephrase this the earth is crying out for the i am's to be revealed but what it's seen is the what they want me to be, beings being revealed. The earth is crying out for the I am. And what the church has given the earth, instead of giving them the I am, it's acquiesced. It's given in. It's begun to use, you can get around people, and they will now joke about the kingdom of God even believers are getting comfortable joking about the kingdom of God just to fit in that is not the I am that is the they are we have an assignment and when he said I'm going to change your name he changed our name because there was an identity he wanted attached to you and to me that would set us apart from those who were not of Him. The church that's shameful today is the church that decides, it's the believers who are deciding which church they go to because they wear a mask or they don't, because they get vaccinated or they don't. They sing the songs I want or they don't. They have the ministries I want or they don't. That's an embarrassment. That's shameful. But the church that's unashamed is, I'm, I'm walking in this faith because I believe God. I'm walking in this faith because the I am is in me and therefore I am like he is. I am that I am. And I need no other testimony. I don't need my wife every day to remind me, Steve, remember, you're a believer. In fact, she's never had to remind me of that. Maybe once or twice. She's never had to remind me, Steve, remember who you are. I've never had to remind her, babe, listen, remember who you are. The whole world 
could say, Steve Parker, you have lost your mind in what you're doing. I'm not changing one thing until I know in my spirit the Father wants me to change it. Every person in this room could walk out and never come back. And I'll preach up here if I'm preaching to that back wall. Because when I recognize the I am that is in me, I no longer focus on those things that brought shame to me. Heal today. Healing. Healing. Healing today. Be strong in the power of His might. Be strong in what He has given you. He is faithful. I talked to you recently, watching online. May healing come to your heart today. You may, you today can make two choices. You can keep carrying it and live out your days. Being who they say you are. Or you can step away from that and be who He says you are. The I am, listen to me, the I am, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of Steve Parker, the God of Kathy Wheatley. He is in you. He is the I am that has transformed who you are receive it today. Amen. 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 I bless you.